Hello friends and welcome to Single Moms Unfolded. Today we are so lucky to have another single mom. Welcome. Hi, I'm Jocelynel Alsamay. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here and letting you say your name so I didn't mess it up again. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so welcome to our show. Tell us, what is your definition of a single mom? I think a single mom is a warrior. Um, I think specifically single mom is someone who is doing things on their own. Um, they don't have a partner with them. I think a single mom also is someone who, it could be of different things. It could be a divorce. It could be a separation. It could be widowed. But I think essentially the mom is by herself raising the child on their own. Uh, yes. I love the warrior. That's wonderful. It is true, right? It is. Yeah. <laughs> take care of everything. So do you think there's any misconceptions for single moms? Um, I think that there are. I think when people, now that there's this term of married single mom, I feel like it kind of throws it off and takes away from what we do as single moms. Um, I think that a married single mom is like something like they still have someone still to share the mental load with, even though they're <laughs> by themselves. And I feel like for a single mom, we don't really necessarily have someone to bounce off ideas or the emotional, physical, financial load of things. Um, so I think when it comes to misconceptions, it's that getting those two intertwined with each other. Um, and then I also think some people assume that um, the mom has made the decision to leave. I mean, not to be, not to, not to leave, but the mom made the decision, like the mom is the one that's left. And I don't think that's the case. I think in some cases there are women who are choosing for themselves. You know what, if this is not working for me, then let me depart. Right, right. Yeah, everybody has their own way, you know, I have a relationship that's not working. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Okay, thank you. So tell us a little bit more about yourself and how old are your children? Okay, so I have one child. Um, he is three, um, and he is a ball of fun, my little twin. Um, and then about myself, so I'm a teacher. I teach in Georgia. Um, I teach, this is year five I just finished. Um, I just recently graduated grad school with my master's. Um, awesome. So now I'm no longer a student. <laughs> Yay! Uh, so we love that. Um, I'm a mom. I am a worship leader. Um, I'm a friend. I'm a sister. I am an author as well. So I did just publish a book recently, um, found on Amazon. Can't wait to share that with you. Um, and I think, um, uh, most importantly, I think I'm just here. Like I'm me. I'm learning. Awesome. I'm me. Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> so to step back into the, the chaos, can you tell us the first moment you knew that your relationship wasn't going to work? What was like your first reactions and how? So I think that I feel as if I knew it wouldn't work when there were different instances. Um, <laughs> there were different instances. I think the very first instance was um, when I saw certain text messages. Um, and when I said something about it, I was gaslighted. Mm. And so. At that point, I'm like, wait a minute. I know what I saw. <laughs> it right. was there, but now you're making it seem as if I didn't see it. So that was the first time 
that it hit me that um like if something is blatantly in front of you why lie about it hmm. um, so huh. that was that moment i think another defining moment though um was in counseling and that was around the very last time when the person who um, we were counseling with they were like it's as if he lives a double life and he's not really with you and that was when I was like, okay, yeah, so I'm not the only person who sees it. There's some separation there. And if that, if an outsider who is not family related, you know, um, or church related or close to us in any way can see that in just three visits, then that already <laughs> says a lot. Right, right. Yeah. So you, yeah, you're not the power, you're not the only person in this life here. So that's yeah. not. That's, that's not, not what we're looking for, for sure. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Right, right. So what were your biggest struggles back then? Um, I think in terms of my like my relationship, like my marriage or when you were getting out, like what what is the out. biggest struggle? Like, because it's always hard with a child. It's not like okay, I'm gonna break up with you and just leave, you know, it's heavy. Yeah. It's hard. I think the biggest struggle um had to have been I feel like they're different things. I feel like one of them, because I was supporting us financially anyways, removing him off everything made it mm -hmm. difficult. Um, even though he wasn't contributing financially, but I was, but the fact that his name was attached to everything, it made it even more difficult to get out of it. Um, I think also like the little things in terms of trying, like picking up my son from daycare. So I knew that he would drop him off at daycare and I would pick him up. But now being the one to wake up in the morning get myself, get him, and I was still breastfeeding at the time, get us all ready, and then go, like, that was a huge struggle on top of schoolwork, um, and I had a 40, 30 to 40 minute commute, mm. um, yeah, and that was a lot, and because I'm in a state by myself, I don't have family here, so it wasn't like I really could rely on someone and say, hey, can you take him for a weekend, um, it was more so me working with myself and whoever I could meet within that time span. Yeah. So yeah. the logistics of finding, yeah, child, especially when you're by yourself and there's no, you know, there's no support system there. Mm -hmm. So do you think there were any red flags that you missed? <laughs> now, looking back, right? We always have those, duh, I should have known that. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think I vetted him. <laughs> um, <and laughs> come with age. Um, I am, I'm okay with it. I'm 28. Um, so 25, I was 25, 24, 25 when I met him. Um, and I was still figuring myself out mm. and I was okay with like, all right, first person I graduated college. Like I did everything I had to do. I graduated college. I moved out. I got my first job and I'm like, okay, someone comes along, then let's swoop when, you know, right. go on with it. but I did not take enough time to really like learn about him, learn about his community. Cause I feel like that would have given me so much more insight. Um, I think you can hear words, but until you see the words in action, that's a different ball game. And so learning that, um, definitely betting him. I did not do a good job of it. Um, and it didn't help that I was in a state by myself. Right. So, yeah. yeah so you, you're looking for that connection with somebody that's and, Mm -hmm. nice guy comes along oh well this is perfect yeah Might as well yeah and so yeah. I mean it was it was convenient but in that but, convenience I missed there were certain things that I'm sure if I had my community 
um, with me that I probably would not have missed because there was someone there also looking. Right. Right. Yeah. You had, you know, somebody saying, oh, something's not right. Right. Or questioning me about certain areas or certain things would have helped as well. Right. When we're in love, we don't see the other side. We were kind of in a bubble and we might Mm -hmm. not see something, you know, but Mm -hmm. yeah, people are closest to great for pointing that out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So what, what did you learn from some of that? What is something that you've learned from, you know, my whole experience? Um, I think that there's so many things. I think that I got married young and I lost myself in a marriage. Um, And then motherhood came in right after. Um, And so (laughs) learning that I'm still my own individual person, um, learning that I should not put my wants or my dreams on hold for another person as well. Um, Learning that not everything has to be in a rush. Mm. Uh, um, Also being okay with the different seasons. I think that when we think about marriage or when we think about family, we think that it's what we see on TV and everything's going to be, you know, picturesque. And, yeah. yeah. And so learning that and realizing that it's not going to look like that. Um, and in some cases, um, like for me, my relationship mirrored what I saw growing up. And so if I was not over what happened growing up, it would come up in flares. And, and now I can say that, you know, because I've acknowledged those things growing up, it makes it easier for me to be in a relationship. But in my marriage, I did not. And mm-hmm. so those things affected it as well. Not to say that he was the only person at fault. I think that both people are at fault, but right. it's how to move forward from that. Yeah. And I like yeah. what you said, not to put your dreams and hopes on hold for anybody else. Because when you become a, you know, a wife, you, you, you know, okay, you want to take care of your, then a mother, it just piles on and we kind of lose ourselves in that. And I think it takes, yeah, a lot of work not to. And a lot of people are like, oh, that's selfish. You know, Mm -hmm. what are you doing? But then when you write yourself, you're like, oh, I see what I did wrong. So Mm -hmm. good. Well, hey, we learned from our mistakes, right? It's it's, it's part of our path, which got us here. So tell us what your life looks like now and your your book and everything. Tell us what the good stuff is going on. So, I mean, I just graduated. It's been a month. I'm still waiting for the diploma. Awesome. Uh, Awesome. um, Awesome. But right now, I I am looking at postgrad um, stuff. I have been, I will say, post-divorce, actually. I've been trying to get myself to go outside more. Um, and so giving myself time to go outside with my son and giving myself time to go outside for myself. And so I'm intentional about scheduling something once a month for me. Um, and so that thing has been concerts. I go to a lot of concerts. Um, but even if it's not concerts and it doesn't have to be me splurging financially, but making sure that, Hey, I can drop them off at a sitter and do my, you know, do me, um, and whether that means sitting in bed, whether that means lighting a candle, whether that means I've recently just started buying flowers. Um, but that is just my personal self-care. So definitely self-care, um, is what I've been working on. Um, I've also been, uh, planning on, moving within the next year that's the goal so trying to get my finances in order now that I have (laughs) this raise with this master's with this degree but trying to get myself financially um I learned in this process about like an emergency fund and a Mm -hmm. savings fund 
and how important that is. And so that is something that I'm trying to, you know, see how I can best maneuver and make that for myself. And then my book. Um, this book is about just raising, basically it's about showing um, specifically Haitian American children that they can do anything. Um, I know growing up, it was, I wanted to be a chef and my mom didn't like that. It was a no? No, it was a no. And that support was not there. And I, um, I didn't know it was out there um, other than like your common jobs, like teaching a doctor, a nurse. And so the book is there. I created the book to inspire your children to be just about anything um, and showing them that people who are Haitian can be in different fields. And so we have people who are actors or actresses. You have people who are in sports. You have people who are engineers. So in in realms like that, and the book is also written in Haitian Creole and in oh, English. Cool. Yeah, so I'm really happy and really excited that I was able to do that. And currently I'm working on the second book. Hopefully I'm going to knock that I can put it out before the year ends, but it will be the start to a series, um, which will, I'm hoping it'll showcase my son and um, how to deal, how to manage with our feelings. And so oh, I'm thinking about expanding that. Yeah. So that way it won't just be for Haitian children, but it will be for all children. Just, you oh, know, written in both English and Creole. Oh, I love that. Now, yeah. does your son speak Haitian as well? Are you teaching him or? I'm teaching him Creole. I'm teaching him Haitian Creole. Um, right now he's three. <laughs> so right. there's only so, no, right. working on English. But, yeah. yeah. But definitely he understands it and it's challenging me um, as well because it's not like I'm born in, like I was born here in the United States. Um, but it's definitely challenging me to to learn, um, to learn the best that I can and to teach it the best that I can. But yeah, he knows commands like stand up, sit down, come here. So yeah. Um, but aside from that, what else am I doing in my life? <laughs> I'm trying to like I'm I trying think to that's a lot. I mean, wow. this is a lot. I yeah, I'm doing awesome. a lot. <laughs> I, I love the idea of the book with the feelings. I think that's great. That that's Definitely. awesome. I teach after school programs and I incorporate feelings and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's big because kids don't understand, you know, they don't. Now we'll have to connect on that another day so I can hear your thoughts. Yeah, awesome. So now that you, um, you, things are getting back in order and stuff, how do you maintain the balance? You're taking care of yourself, right? So you're doing the self-love, you're doing the, you know, outside time for you. Is there any other thing you can think of that you're doing that helps you keep it all together? Um, so I got a lot going on. (laughs) I really don't do do not. Um, but most importantly, I pray. And so, um, I pray, I pray, I pray. Um, I journal as well. So I'm a singer, as I mentioned. So singing, um, going to church, Praying and journaling has really helped me to slow down. Mm. Um, and also now for me, like acknowledging my feelings, um, feeling, you know, understanding where I'm at, um, being okay with where I'm at, being present, I think is the most important thing. I think that is what I'm focusing on because I think we go through all the transitions and we just move, we're constantly moving. And that moment of pause, is necessary um so yeah working on that that's <laughs> huge i'm working yeah. on that myself because i can spend uh days going i'm like okay what did i do just stop did, did i enjoy any of it did, did i admit you know did i 
have fun with my daughter? Did I, did, you know, did I enjoy the day? Did I just do stuff. Did I just get stuff done? Yeah. I think that's huge. And mm-hmm. I think that's really important, especially if we're going through a hard time to pause mm-hmm. and be able to back up and be like, okay, you know, what is my next step? Cause we get in that, that the big circle of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So can you tell us, is there anybody that impacted your life that showed up when you needed them or somebody that's really inspired you? Um, there are several. I, I started off on a single mom hunt when everything happened. Um, primarily my therapist. So I, when I started with my with therapy, she never shared to me that she was divorced. She never shared to me, and you know anything about it. But it got to a point where I I felt so helpless. Um, and then and she was like, I could be your mom, <laughs> and so. <when> she- <laughs> Like when she said that and she started talking, she was like, yeah, like, I just want you to know, like, I've been in your position and I, I understand where you're coming from. And at that point, when she told me, like, I don't have to relive a certain day, um, when she told me, like, I have to make the decision to make sure that this weekend is not like my last weekend. And that's, that just clicked for me. Um, and it really helped. And just knowing that someone who looked like me, someone who understood where I was coming from in an environment with no one was able to bounce back from it. Um, so definitely my therapist. And then, like I said, I went on a on a hunt for single moms. I love that. <laughs> so I found several. Um, one of them, her name is Kim. I think it's single mom, single black momhood, something along those lines. But um, Kim, she her post just made my heart like, okay, I can do this. Um, And then I started finding other moms through Kim um, and seeing that single moms can travel and how, like how to start, you know, moving my money around in a smart way so that I can finance that. And I I started looking at myself as not a person who's alone um, and, or how, you know, life doesn't necessarily have to stop, but Mm -hmm. this really, be the new part you know it's just another addition another um another chapter um and then I also started following divorce pages too and podcasts upon podcasts but that really helped for me to see that like this wasn't the end it was just a part of it um keep my eyes forward um and to not you know I'm young (laughs) like I'm young you are you're very I see people who are my age who get lost, you know, in all of that. And so knowing that it doesn't have to end, but then also knowing, I think since I've been more open about my divorce too, there are other people who I now can share that experience with and people who are older than me who, you know, and they see that and it's like, yeah, like you could do it too. Right. And so, so I'd love to inspire myself. Good. That's awesome. (laughs) That is so yeah. good though, because you're right, people get stuck. People get stuck and sometimes they can waste a whole life on this bad mm-hmm. decision. And then you're like, oh my God, where's my time gone? And I love that mm-hmm. you went out searching for people, right? There's always that message. If you don't know what to do with, instead of how, look at who, who's done this before? You know, that you found a tribe, this Kim and your therapist, people to help you put it all together. That's mm-hmm. really big. So you made your own support group and that's great. So is, what advice would you give another single mom? If you could give them one piece of advice, what would you give them? Um, I feel so bad. Um, <laughs> okay, two, two. <laughs> two, I could say two. I feel like 
it, it, I feel like hmm, to put it all together, I feel like uh, one of them would definitely be to release. And so I think we have to, and that comes with healing. So I guess release and healing because um, in order for you to move forward or even think that there's more for you out there, you have to release all of it. Um, and so that can look different. That could look like burning your wedding dress. Mm. <laughs> that can look right, like, exactly. look, okay, like looking up, throwing <laughs> away pictures. It could look like, you know, it could look like sitting, sitting or going on a hike. It could look like finding music that's, you know, or writing poetry. But I think releasing the anger is so important, um, especially if you have to encounter that person, you know, for your child and co-parent. Mm -hmm. like, their kids feel it, you feel it, and you want to make sure that when you are around them or when their name comes up, you're not feeling any animosity, but you can still show up and be your truest self for yourself and for your child. Mm -hmm. um, and then healing. I think the healing part is also just as important because it's not just healing from, from the person, but it's also the idea of the person. I think that I was oh, like, I was over my ex-husband, but it's the other part of, okay, so I'm not going to have a family. It's going to look the mm -hmm. way that a family is going to look. Um, you know, there are certain milestones that I want to do that that's going to change now. It's not going to look the same way that I had envisioned it. So like forgiving myself and healing from, you know, those thoughts and being okay with like, okay, it's going to look different, but it's still going to be there. Right. Yeah. So that's definitely something I would do to tell them. <laughs> I, I love that because a lot that's something too. People get stuck and they're like, I wanted my, you know, daughter or son to have two parents and now, you know, we're separated and they're going to be the only people in school that have family like this and they stay because it, you know, but it still can be good. It's just going to be different. And you're right. And I like that you forgive yourself because people beat themselves up. Very you much know, so. You know, mm -hmm. oh, I wanted to have a big family. Now we're not going to. And, and it's it's not healthy. This is where you're meant to be, you know? Right. Right. And being okay with it too. I think, I think what also happens is that people just, you know, everything is clear and it's like, okay, I need to replace the person. And they start seeking for somebody else to fill in the spot. But it's like, no, you don't have to seek for anyone else. You can give your child two parents, <laughs> you know, you can give them that loving environment. It doesn't have to be a two parent household, but you still want to make sure that you're showing them care, you're showing them love, you're showing support. And I think we need to know that for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so being okay with that, knowing that it's going to, like you said, it's going to look different, but that's also okay. So long as you're showing up for yourself and your child. Right. Yeah. Single moms do not seek out someone else. You already have everything. You already have you everything. Have already faith. Have Don't it. keep seeking out. Cause then you're taking away from your child by the seek mm -hmm. to find this other person to complete you. You're enough mm -hmm. as you are, you know? Mm -hmm. oh. And it goes through a cycle. You start losing yourself again through, you know, through a cycle. So really, before even thinking about moving forward, really heal for yourself, release, um, you know, whatever thoughts or whatever images, whatever, you know, it looks like, and forgiving yourself. Mm. It's, That's it's wonderful. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. This has been so great. I love all your advice. I'm sure there's a lot of single moms that are going to be like, wow, yeah. This is great. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having me. Okay. Okay, I'm just stopping recording. <laughs>